In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's filling all blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing Out Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is Cyberpunk Matt. Matt, how are you doing? Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's Android time. <laughs> Cyborg time, you mean. I've watched Dragon Ball. I know what an Android <laughs> is. Yeah, here we are. We're going into uh, continuing Water 7. Water 7. The arc where One Piece starts. We're here with chapters 332 to 341. Oh, I'm so excited. And one of the interesting things is not knowing how Water 7 is supposed to go. Like, even Skypea. Like, I had an idea of, like, the length of Skypea and, like, the overall arc of Skypea. It's like they get to Skypea and they fight uh, Mr. Lightning Man. Like, I, I knew we did that. I didn't really know a lot of the middle pieces, but, like, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Water 7, I have no idea what the plot <laughs> of this is. It feels like it has a lot of a lot of things happening. And, boy, I, I know you have a good bit to say about these chapters. I have a good bit to say. So let's, let's, I, I just want to dive in. Let's dive in. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited. Because we, we left off with uh, Usopp leaving the crew. Yes, he is gone forever. He is like Johnny and Yosaku. He is he's going to be done, done, gone, Zippo. It's going to be like Vivi. But he and Luffy have a duel because we're going to end this with a duel. Thing is, though, Usopp's going to be back at night uh, for the duel because Usopp's going to go Batman with prep time. <laughs> so that is exciting because it's we get to see prep time Usopp, which I think the only time we've seen that before is actually Syrup Village. And the less said about that, the better. So, um, <laughs> God damn no. <laughs> back on the merry-go, Nami's trying to talk Luffy out of it, but like he's he's just brooding in his hammock, not having it. And Sanji and Zola are arguing uh, when Chopper comes back crying because uh, Usopp refused to let him treat him, saying they're no longer crewmates. Oh no, they made our boy cry. Yep. Oh yeah, he's just like full face, uh, nose running, ugly crying. <laughs> he's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you Usopp you made our boy cry how dare you the bromance is over I don't know according to Usopp it's Luffy's fault but you know uh, we're not taking sides <laughs> we're not taking sides <laughs> we we have the appointed duel o'clock you know just like Little Garden just like uh, Usopp's heroes and Luffy gets on like there's this little flat plane near where they're moored great for having uh, fights great for having Dragon Ball Z fights Yep. Yeah, it's just a dragon. <laughs> hey, we found a dragon. It's the city of water. Also, here's a Dragon Ball Z wasteland. <laughs> you gotta have one right outside the yeah. city. It's a must. It's a must. <laughs> so he, Luffy gives strict orders to everyone to stay on board. Uh, and in the dust arrives Usopp. Looking like a badass. Well, I looking determined. Looking filled with determination. He is filled with determination and covered in bandages. <laughs> he claims that like, he knows how to beat Luffy. So you need to come at me like you're trying to kill me, which then Usopp starts by pretending to cough up blood. And Luffy kind of start starts a bit and like almost angrily Usopp asks like what, like this pity for an enemy. So he he gets Luffy with a flash dial in this opening and hits him with some egg stars, which like Luffy opens his mouth, gets a pepper sauce star. And Luffy's like, are, are you going to fight serious? And Usopp says, this is how I fight serious. This is how Usopp fights, and it's so good. We really get to see it. So, uh, I love it. Yeah. Continue, continue. I I have so much to say. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, he he actually starts going for something for, you know, more dangerous things like some caltrops um, that make it hard for, you know, rubbery Luffy to move. And Usopp reminds Luffy, like, this is this is one of the few times that someone is fighting Luffy who has had time to think about how do I fight Rubber Man? And it's with Caltrops and Shuriken. <laughs> he, yeah, he's like, I know it will work. I know it won't. I'm not bothering with things that you're immune to. So he's not coming in with like the five ton hammer because he knows that that won't do shit. Yeah, yeah. Not even a 10 ton hammer. Nope. I don't even think a 20 ton hammer would work on Luffy. Not, not even 20. Not even 20. Uh, like you said, Shurikens, which is a complete upgrade for Usopp, too. 
And like, where did he even get these? <laughs> but yeah, so so Luffy is like dodging and he gets like a small scratch on his arm. But all this was actually a setup because the the egg actually had a purpose. So Luffy didn't notice the gas coming from a wind dial that Usopp shot with the shurikens. And uh, the peanut gallery crew kind of gives their own nose, uh, except for Zolo, who the entire fight is absolutely stoic. And Usopp comes in with a fire star and the big explosion from Usopp igniting the gas actually rocks the Mary. Yeah, like it hits a big explosion. <laughs> yeah, it's a boom. Like it, it hits Usopp, too, like because he's he's uh, close enough for it. And Luffy is actually knocked down. and He's like staring up with this like thousand yard stare. Uh, and a real a real detail is uh, the water splashed up from the explosion ha- is raining down on the ship and it makes it look like uh, Mary is crying. Mary is crying. They don't look like they're they are crying. These are their tears. <laughs> they're being masked by the ocean. So we, we have Usopp knowing like that's not enough because like he's seen Luffy take much worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so he gets up and he starts shooting like exploding slingshot bullets like that's explosive damage. That's not that's not going to be enough to get them. So Luffy starts, you know, gum gum gatling them and pa- just powering through them. And eventually uh, he gets Usopp with a gum gum pistol, which knocks him back. And he transitions into a gum gum bazooka, uh, the two handed hit. But this, too, was a ruse because Usopp uh, pulls out his trusty impact dial, similar to what he did back in g8 like this is this is one of the reasons why i really like g8 as a setup for this whole thing yeah g8 really like showed the use of the dials with usopp because like we don't like this is the first time we're seeing any implementation of dials yeah uh in manga uh but with our wonderful g8 we get the we get to see usopp with a little bit of dial stuff which is really good and uh, this is just so good the impact dial for luffy's thing and obviously we're gonna see him use it on luffy uh, which doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, it's that's the thing is at this point, <laughs> like he's down to just basically blunt stuff, which is kind of how it is with Luffy. If you don't have a sword, a sword or something, it's kind of hard to get through him. And if you have a sword, you have Zolo. So, yeah, <laughs> if you have a sword, you're fighting Zoro. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the, it's the ultimate plot armor. But yeah. So Usopp does do something interesting that he he knows how Luffy's rubber kind of works. So as the bazooka's retreating, he runs along it because he knows that Luffy can't uh, come back and hit him while he's retracting. So he gets right in his face with the dial. Uh, but I mean, these dials, they hurt the user, too. So it actually hurts Usopp more than Luffy. And like Luffy comes back, you know, right back with the gum gum bullet. Like it, it hurts him, but he gets back up. And all throughout the fight, we're getting flashbacks to Usopp moments with the crew like right before the bullet windup completes, we get Usopp painting the straw hat Jolly Roger and just like there's more of them interlaced like throughout the chapter. But, you know, it's 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 the it's the gum gum bullet. It it's what he uses to finish off like people like Waffle. He it, it knocks out Usopp. Yeah, because as, as Shank says, uh, guns are are not to play with. Uh, so bullet bullets always the final thing. It has to be. I mean, it doesn't we have go, to go, be, but yeah. I just like the correlation with uh, pistol, bazooka, bullet and a bazooka. Gosh, so good. I'm very high. I'm looking at these panels right now and I'm just like so good, especially with, as you point out, the the flashbacks of like everyone hanging out with Usopp, Usopp being like, ah, look at this cool, uh, better, (laughs) better skull I drew for our flag because Luffy's first attempt was uh, not great. Not great. Very much not so. Yeah. Would it strike fear yeah. in the hearts of people? It'll strike something for sure. Oh no. The the Jolly Rogers in the in One Piece land are less about striking fear and more about just being like gang signs. <laughs> being really cool. It's more like the skater crew uh stickers from uh Air Gear than anything else. <laughs> it is like their emblems. You're right. I mean that's how they treated the Davy Back fight. But anyway, uh Usopp gets knocked out standing up. Uh, and Luffy has to like a final like final tap knock him down. And when and when he goes down, Luffy yells at Usopp for being an idiot because he he knows there's no way Usopp could have beaten him. But you know it's there's this kind of like respect for Usopp going all out for knocking him down. It's unsaid, but you can you can feel it. Which is it? 
So for us as the audience, we we know like why Usopp is uh, being this way, right? They think they're useless. They think they're fucking weak as shit. We, this fight literally shows up like, nah, nah, you can hold your own, Usopp. <laughs> like, you did very good. Yeah. While like, imagine if not only they they weren't injured and could probably move around more, but if they had a bit more prep time than a few hours. Maybe if they had their five ton hammer, they could have really uh, done more. <laughs> it shows like if he had prep time, he could beat people like Foxy or Bellamy or, you know, all these all these 30 million bounty fuckers that keep showing up. Yeah. And we we saw like how Usopp, even if they're not prepared, they kind of just have a bag of tricks that they can work in like with the miss mary christmas right that's the mole lady miss mary christmas was the mole lady yeah yeah like that fight we got to see a little bit of usopp's ingenuity with just working off of their weird trinkets on the fly they didn't have no prep but they they held their own pretty well uh you know with the aid of chopper but like usopp still did pretty good that was also a 3v2 so like (laughs) yeah it was a 3v2 we can't forget about lasso yeah lasso counts but anyway uh Luffy says that uh, he can do what he wants with the Merry Go. We're going to keep sailing forward uh, so long. It's been fun. Uh, so but he says that with like a straight face, he doesn't like laugh or anything. No, he's serious. It's so, like Nami's crying. Sanji's barely able to control uh, console chopper. And, and Luffy is actually overcome enough by emotion. They like he grits his teeth and lets out that, you know, lets out like this is too much. And Zolo actually scolds him like this is the burden of being a captain. Yeah. Like this is the first time that Luffy's had to deal with the the downsides of being a captain. It's oh, it's so brutal. Yeah. But way to go, Zoro. Like like this feels real like for me, really good. Uh, I know when this first uh, happened, people question like, wait, that doesn't seem like Zoro should have more of Luffy's back to comfort. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Zoro will not comfort Luffy in this way. That ain't very second hand of him because he's he's no. the second hand, right? He's he's, he he's first second. mate. Yeah, he's first mate. Yeah, his his job is to make sure that the captain is functioning right. So and he has the experience to know like, hey, you know, what is a good captain? What is a bad captain? And so he's telling Luffy, like, hey, this is what you're going to have to do this to be a good captain. Um, and it sucks. But you you have to be strong because the captain has to be strong through this because you know every, with everyone else being going to pieces luffy can't go to pieces too yeah because as uh zoro says is like you know if luffy becomes unsure who are they to have faith in yeah so chopper leaves some medicine for usopp and they leave and we cut to the next morning and we get we get shots of the empty mary with just Usopp alone lying on his back on the deck. Um, it's kind of like it's kind of sad. But yeah, in, in town, though, it's like the opening of, of a musical, uh, like little opening bars. <laughs> no. Okay, yes. So like like all like what the last like week <laughs> Matt has been like messaging me like we have the musical episode. This is the musical episode. And I'm like, no, what do you mean? I am now going to find out. Oh, yeah. God, please. It's, what is this? It is just the opening of a musical. It, it's just like, have you heard at the shipbuilding yard last night? Have you heard? It was Frankie. It was pirates. Who's the culprit? What's the news? It's <laughs> just like that. jumping all over town like that. Oh my god, I love that. I love that so much. I'm I'm crying from home. That's a brutal. God damn it! I'll never look at this the same way because you're not wrong. Like that's exactly what it's doing. It really does open up like. that's so good yeah we we basically you know like something has happened in town that is um that is some big news um and on the rooftop on the of the inn the straw hats are deep in thought and they're still missing robin because remember robin is still fucking missing yeah robin's just kind of m.i.a right now yeah where have they been they didn't even see the usopp fight no, she <sighs> didn't. She has no idea how great Usopp is. Yeah, right. And that man, man, no. Robin has actually never, you know, uh, aside from G8, uh, Robin has never actually seen Usopp be useful. 
I don't think Robin has seen anybody but Luffy and probably Zoro and Sanji, I guess, being useful. Because even in Skypea, Robin was kind of off on their own, not really seeing. They didn't. They don't know about Satori. That's what I mean. It's like the 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 she doesn't know how like involved Usopp was in the Satori fight. And any other time she was with the crew, it was like everyone and like Usopp wasn't the focus for any of that. So yeah. It's never like, oh, yeah, Usopp's the person who did something. So me with my future knowledge, I cannot recall if Robin and Usopp team up like we only see that in G8 and it was so good. We have to have more. There's I have to be forgetting something. Obviously, I have to. There has to be a Robin Usopp team up in the manga. There has to. We we should pay attention to that then like to see when that happens. Yeah, yeah, we're going to keep. No, we're going to keep that pen and find out when we see it. We'll. We'll call it out. I'll well, I mean, we're never going to get one. I mean, Robin's <laughs> left the straw hats. That's um, true. She's missing. They're gone forever. We, we, we're going to have a rotating cast. Yeah. Vivi is currently like uh, on the sideline. They're on the bench. They're, they haven't left the crew. They're just they're on the bench. I I count Johnny Yosaku more than Vivi. <laughs> fine, fine. Vivi currently is not part of the crew. They have left to be returned at a future date hopefully she's doing like princess things uh yeah pirate princess things that does well that means she's already like a step ahead of luffy damn it you're right luffy that's you know that's why luffy is like you know what vivi you should stay here and do that i have to become king and be better than you then you can join me exactly but yeah uh nami comes in with the news that uh mr iceberg was shot in his home and we we see it th- we see the galley law carpenters get the news he's in a coma and what's interesting is while in town, everyone was like pirates or Frankie, their suspicions go immediately to government. Immediately. Very interesting on that one. Well, well, we, we saw Corgi in the last reading. We did. We know that there is something that there is, despite being mayor of a town, there is some kind of animosity between Iceberg and the government and for whatever reason, Iceberg has some weird obsession with Robin, with past Robin. But we have Luffy heading off to investigate uh, while Nami chases after him. And the others are going to go look for Robin, except for Zolo, who's going to nap on the roof as usual. No, 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 no. He, he, he says he's going to see he's going to wait and see what happens. Yes, he's going to nap on the roof. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he's going to nap on the roof. <laughs> uh, we, we see Frankie arrive back via train. In the morning, too. So we know it couldn't have been uh, at least Frankie Frankie who did this. He just, got, he just got back. Yeah, he just got back. Yeah. And at Iceberg's mansion, uh, the doctor is making a house call. Uh, and he says Iceberg was shot twice in the front and thrice in the back. Uh, so he's been shot by two different two different ways. Nothing was forced open. And the only thing left was a single mask, which as readers, we recognize as the one Robin's companion had. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Uh, Frankie gets to the destroyed house and in anger throws away his mask. And Frankie's lackey has somehow somehow knows that the Straw Hats are headed to the Galley Law dark Dock. Yeah, they've been spying on him. Yeah. Frankie's heading off after them. To, to note for, for our listeners who are not re- who may not be reading along. Uh, Frankie, we still don't know what Frankie looks like. This whole time, oh, they've yeah. either been masked or like right now, since their mask is off, just in shadow. We just see their weird bulging eye. So they're still like unknown. Yeah, although we were able to see the hair, some of the hair this time. We do. We get some of the the wild hair. So uh, design finally finalized at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back at back at the train station, uh, Granny Kokoro is going to head back to Water Seven. Because the train won't run tonight because of Aqua Laguna. And uh, instead of uh, Skypea, where in three chapters we'd get the explanation of what the fuck Aqua Laguna is, we cut immediately to a warning announcement for Aqua Laguna, which a passerby explains to Sanji and Chopper is the annual highest tide. Cool. Thank you for not like unnecessarily trying to put that along and be like what is it what it is says this? aqua in it what is it Ooh, it <laughs> makes the trains not run Ooh, like yeah it's just fucking high tide there we go yeah we don't high have to tide makes sense it. yeah <laughs> so nami and luffy get to dock one and like in the throng of people waiting to see mayor iceberg 
a separate a separate commotion begins. <laughs> Some music uh, starts playing, and I was so curious. I looked it up in the anime. Oh, thank God. I was going to say, I was going to say, like, I have to link this to you if you did not. I, I was honestly <laughs> curious and I looked it up and it's like the opening drum beats to the Donkey Kong smash stage on repeat. It's just just like the saxophone and like, like trombone, like none of that comes in. Like, it's just only the drum beat. <laughs> yeah. And everyone, which which honestly was like. You know those things where like someone's doing uh like shave and a haircut. Yeah, dude. And they do. never do and they never do the two <laughs> pence. They never do the two pence. It's just shave and a haircut. Shave and a haircut. And it's just like it grinds at you. It's like you're waiting for it. Ugh. Um it it's kind of like that honestly. That's not very super. <laughs> no. But anyway, everyone in the crowd immediately recognizes it as Frankie's signature. And uh up on a bridge behind this sheet. We have Frankie dancing his intro, announcing <laughs> the number one underground hero of the island is here. Yeah. Yeah. Number one hero. Get wrecked, Deku. Yeah, get wrecked, Scrum. All Might, who's that? <laughs> get wrecked, Iceberg. Going down like the Titanic. <laughs> That's not how icebergs work. Uh, the sheet goes down and he's doing the Frankie star pose where he's got his arms together so the star tattoos remain a single big star. So, okay, I see how that's supposed to work. Like, yeah, I was yeah. a bit confused. Super. I thought they were, like, half stars, like uh, like the rest are Stardust. Although, pro that was probably a reference <laughs> uh, to, to Frankie, really. But anyway, he calls out that he's here for Straw Hat Luffy. And Luffy, and Frankie, by the way, is in, like, a Speedo and Hawaiian shirt. The coolest dude. Oh, yeah. With sunglasses. And a pompadour. We can't forget that. We can't forget the pompadour. It's an important detail that we'll come back to you in two chapters soon. Soon. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm Luffy. So uh, meanwhile, Mr. Iceberg's regaining consciousness. And unfortunately for the crew, he's able to immediately remember his assailants were a large man with a mask and Nico Robin. <laughs> and Nico Robin. So yeah, he has he has fingered the straw hats. So back outside, like Frankie dances his grievances to Luffy, you know, like dis destroyed my house, beat up my dudes. Nami complains about the money, uh, but Frankie says uh, uh, for, it's all spent. And uh, second, you're all pirates, so you probably stole it. So fair is fair. And Luffy is like, I don't even care about the money at this point. I just want to kick your butt. <laughs> and thus begins. I have I'm not saying I have a six line rant about what's about to happen next, but I wrote like a six line rant about what's about to happen next. Oh, no. OK. Uh, Yeah, let's go. Let's 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 get into it. So Frankie's response is from all the way up on the bridge to blow fire onto Luffy Nami's uh, boat. And Frankie's like, what? Never seen someone breathe fire. Uh, and Luffy wonders if he has fire powers and what fruit that is. Meanwhile, Ace, his brother Ace has the fire fruit. Yeah. And so I don't think we've been told this, but I, I've heard that there could only be one of a fruit. Yes. But like, even if <laughs> even if we don't know, like we don't even if we don't know that now, it's still like it's still like Luffy has seen this before, so he shouldn't be surprised that someone could do that. Yeah. But but this is for us, the audience. Yeah. Because immediately after saying that, Frankie jumps into the water. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the point is the subversion that Frankie doesn't have a devil fruit, but even just Luffy and Nami making that assumption is immediately suspect because we've already seen Ace. So for someone to have like the same devil fruit is or, weird. Or similar elemental yeah, similar devil fruit. fruit. Yeah, <laughs> a similar elemental fruit is weird um, or just a fruit that lets you breathe fire. Yeah, I, I guess it is weird where, you know, Nami's like, maybe he has powers. Like, what fruit is that? You know, and it's a little bit off. I, I see where you're coming from there. Yeah. I think it's mostly for the good joke, but it's not a good setup. It's not a good setup. To, to specifically, the use of the fire isn't a good setup. Well, I mean, Frankie doesn't know what their experience is. I know, but like if, narratively, I don't think it's actually a great setup. If he'd start out with like the air bullet, like a weak air bullet or something. But it, it would have it might have actually worked a little bit better if we hadn't just done the exact same thing in Skypea with is it a devil fruit how are they doing this and it's dials yeah but but this can't be dials this can't be dials it could but it but it can't 
because like dials are from the sky frankie frankie's not from the sky but maybe that's what he bought with some with some ancient artifact dials like we don't we don't know true there could just be a random like pawn shop that's like yeah i have these seashells i mean without dials uh usopp made the climate baton which is still the biggest piece of bullshit in one piece <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's very good. Maybe Usopp has powers. <laughs> yeah, the lie lie know me. <laughs> so there, there's my rant about like it's it's it, I get the idea was to subvert it, but because it's specifically the like the fire breath, it it I feel like it kind of fails. It kind of falls flat. It, it falls flat, but also very cool. Breathing fire, still cool. Oh yeah, still cool. <laughs> uh, and then Frankie. Ch- and like Frankie jumps down and it's like they dodge him or they think they think that they dodged him. Uh, so like he's gone to the water and they're like, oh, well, we're safe. You should be drowning in water as a devil fruit user. Surprise. And he uppercuts the boat <laughs> and he confirms um, he hasn't eaten a devil fruit, though he does know about Luffy's. And he gets ahead of Luffy's punch with his own by rocket punch his fist off. Uh, so we Mozinger now he he chain retracts the fist back on and Frankie announces that da, 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 he's a cyborg, a cyborg. I love Frankie. He's so cool. What a what a sick introduction. This goofy dad joke man. So good. Yeah, I, I kind of wish there was at, at least anime wise. I kind of wish there had been more of a song, but that, yeah. you know. But at least we still get a bit of music. We get to see it dance and animate it, which is really nice. Uh, but it could be. He better. also had two backup dancers and we're just not going to bother with them. Uh, they're not important. <laughs> they, I forget that they, they exist sometimes. The Square Sisters. Yeah, they, they're supposed they I think um, I think Garnet from Steven Universe is supposed to be a reference to them. Anyway, um, we, we see the Galley Law Pirates being informed that Nico Robin, member of the Straw Hat Gang, is uh, su- uh, suspect number one uh, for, you know, the attempted murder of Iceberg and the Straw Hats are to be brought in. So uh, good news, everyone. Uh, Luffy and Frankie are fighting at the docks. Woo. Woo. So, you know, the guy law pirates know where to go. And Iceberg wonders internally, like, why are they here? Uh, must be because they're after what I'm hiding. But does that mean they're connected to the government? So once again, government wants something. Iceberg is hiding something. What could it be? What could it be? Is it another one of the weapons? Who knows? Because like we've <laughs> we've done one of those every saga. So <laughs> it, it does feel like it. It kind of really <laughs> feels like it. Uh, so the carpenters go after the straw hats. Luffy and frankly are like fairly evenly matched to start. Like Luffy's attacks don't deal much damage to Frankie's metal body. But like the, the match hasn't progressed like too far enough for it to be like a thing. And then the carpenters show up and they announce they're here for the straw hat. For whatever reason, despite them saying that, Nami thinks the shipwrights are going to be on their side. And like, to be fair, they're pissed that Frankie's like weapon blasts have destroyed the factory. And I can't remember the guy's fucking name, but the smoker junior looking guy uh, with the rope. Yeah, I, I forget their name, too. He's smoker junior now. I, I, I said last. Pa- it's not yeah, Pauly. probably. It's Might probably Polly. I think it's Polly. We said last episode, I, I'm not going to bother remembering their names because <laughs> they're they're not going to be around after this saga. I don't give a, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's too many One Piece characters that like don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Frankie can't believe that uh, his family wasn't enough for Luffy, that like Luffy has to like keep keep on his rampage. And Luffy's like, I'm innocent. Well, not of like beating up Frankie's family, but I'm innocent of the iceberg thing. And Smoke, you know, Smoker Jr. gets his rope around Luffy's neck as uh, they all attack. And Nami is surprised because why are they attacking us? We're the good guys. And uh, Frankie's backup dancers, they're they're useless. But it's like so is Nami, like neither of them are doing anything. <laughs> and I'm I'm really actually glad about that, though, because they kind of remind me a bit of Miss Doublefinger. Like they could be. Kind of like how Satori had the two tri- had the triplets show up. These could be like Miss Doublefinger's triplets. And I I just don't want that. <laughs> the Miss Doublefinger fight is still probably like the worst fight in One Piece. <laughs> I keep forgetting that uh, Miss Doublefinger is a character because I, I had to wreck my brain for the last second being like, who are you talking about? 
uh, Miss Doublefinger, the the partner of Mister One, um, in Baroque Works. She had the spike spike fruit and uh, was completely unable to do anything. Also, her name is still not a holiday. So like Luffy's trying not to fight back and continues claiming innocence. Uh, and Frankie is just annoyed. No one's listening to him. Uh, so he tries to join the join the fight to get immediately punked on by Usopp 2.0. <laughs> so like Smoker Jr. finally explains because no one's explaining shit here. We, this is all misunderstandings. Um, that the mayor has pointed the finger at the bounty hunter Nico Robin, who the government says is part of the Straw Hat Gang. And Luffy says, well, that's an obviously a lie. Uh, he's got to talk to Iceberg to set the record straight. But, you know, they're in front of a crowd. So the news that the Straw Hat Pirates were behind the attack is now spreading like wildfire throughout the city. Uh, and it reaches even Robin, who is sitting calmly on a rooftop reading a newspaper. Uh, and she's in like these like biker leathers. Like she's got a new outfit going on. Yeah, new outfit. Dark outfit. The dark outfit. The dark Robin. It's it's Robin's villain arc. Yeah. Well, she, she already had one, though. It was called Alabasta. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's when they were a sidekick. Now they're the villain. Oh, the full villain now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going full villain. So uh, so Sanji and Chopper go. They go, they go next to the Marigo because they're worried about Usopp. And they shout about Aqua Laguna and how this beach will be underwater tonight. Uh, and then they leave and like Uzat wakes up having like kind of heard what they said, like not fully. Yeah. So um, the galley law shipwrights like done using pistols on Luffy because those don't work. Uh, break out the saws. And these are like just giant fucking saws. Uh, and Frankie is like on the side watching like at a table. So complaining uh, that they're taking his prey. And finally, he just like flips the table and he puts his arms together to form the air cannon and he just blows up the whole fucking dock <laughs> with air. So good. With his air bullet. Yep. His air bullet. Luffy and Nami escape in the confusion. Uh, and Luffy insists that they still head to icebergs to clear their names. And Frankie, now with a limp pompadour from using his energy. Thank you. Thank you. Has to go refuel. Yes. He has to refuel. I'm so glad you mentioned the pompadour. I was going to if you did not. Well, he points it out. He points out to the girls like what like you see my pompadour. You see I'm out of energy. Yeah, yeah. My limb pompadour. Oh, no. So uh, Nami Nami is also like they haven't heard the announcement about Aqua Laguna, but Nami is able to just tell from the air pressure something's happening tonight. So Luffy jumps straight. Luffy, though, like they're on these the these uh, rooftops. Luffy just jumps straight into the window of the mansion uh, and like everyone hears the fucking crash. Iceberg asks his assistant to like wait outside and do him a favor. Uh, she finds Luffy, leads him in, and then like diverts the guards away. And so we get Iceberg and Luffy talking. And Iceberg confirms he saw Robin, and actually he wants to see her one more time, which is like weird. But anyway, like Luffy leaves and he meets back with Nami, and he's like, "I, I still don't believe it." We see we see a bar, and we see Frankie show up. Luno's bar. Yeah, I didn't. Care, care for, I didn't take the name down. It's <gasps> important. Legasp. Legasp. But it's owned by Bluno. He has a cool uh, ox motif, like his like his cool Texas ox like bar or Longhorn. Yeah, it's kind of like a country bar. You know, it's a, it's it, it's got some coyote ugly going on. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Kokoro is there drinking, and she's pretty friendly with him. Like she she knows him. So like, cool grandma knows everyone. Yeah, cool grandma knows everyone. They're cool. They're grandma. Everyone loves them. Everyone knows them. So Frankie hands over some bottles to get filled up with cola, and then he buys rounds for everyone because he still has like a million left from the straw hats. It also confirms like that's all he has left. He spent the other. And and how does how does he refuel with cola? Exactly. Can you can you please describe this body horror? Yeah, yeah. So he opens his abs to reveal a cavity <laughs> And he places the cola in the cavity, <laughs> closes it back, and superpower back. His pompadour's back up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so Kokoro talks about the attack and questions, you know, whether it was really pirates. You know, the world government is always trailing around Iceberg. So even Kokoro is going to uh, government theory over pirate theory. And uh, Frankie asks, like, what does she think it was Agent Corgi? Because everyone knows Corgi's been hanging around. And uh, she says, no, nah, no, nah, shadow jobs are left to CP9, which ha ha, everyone knows there's no such thing as CP9. And Kokoro insists like it's real. Yeah, Kokoro's like, hey, Bluno, you, you like, you know about CP9? I was like, I've heard, I've heard rumors. Yeah, it's, it's a rumor. It's like, so yeah, 
Yeah, CP people know about CP9. It's rumor. Yeah, it, it's like it's like MI6 for the government, right? Yeah, yeah. They 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 aren't yeah. real, but you know, not real. But <laughs> you'll you'll watch a James Bond movie every once in a while. Uh, so we cut to Robin having this clandestine back alley meeting, where uh, her friend, unmasked but still in shadow, says they will need to act against again tonight. Uh, we get a little bit of information that uh, someone named Tom had quote it originally and iceberg is the only one of his followers left alive so we need to steal it tonight for justice for justice which uh robin doesn't really react to she remains stoic but yeah this is this is definitely like he has something probably from a pirate it probably from a pirate crew and the government wants it zolo is in an alley reading the latest newspaper that has somehow already gone out about how this uh, Nico Robin wanted for, you know, attempt on attempt on Iceberg and the Straw Hat, you know, worn out for the Straw Hats. It's got Luffy, Zolo and Robin's pictures, uh, bounty pictures. Galley Law is acting in searching for the Straw Hats. Usopp is actually like hiding behind some rocks, like the only rock in our DBZ wasteland. <laughs> uh, Usopp is hiding behind as the shipwrights search the merry-go and they're like, it's fucking empty. Sanji and Chopper are at this train station seeing the last train departing for Ayn's Lobby, which is a name I've heard before. <laughs> when uh, when across the canal, Robin appears and she tells them that uh, she won't be going back to the crew, but it's all true. Sorry, everyone got caught up in this, but there's a darkness in me that will destroy the crew. And like Sanji remembers Aokiji's words to the same effect. Still, though, like Sanji and Co Chopper beg for her to come back. And she thanks them for their kindness, but uh, this is the last time we'll meet. So, like, once again, she disappears around a corner. Uh, and actually, like, Sanji even tries swimming across the canal to catch her. So he gets, like, all wet trying to catch her, but they, they still can't. Somehow, though, while they can't catch Robin, Chopper is able to, like, across town, sniff out Luffy and Nami hiding from the patrols, <laughs> and then find Zolo. But they, he can't sniff out Robin, but he can sniff out them. Uh, anyway, they report what Robin said and like Luffy still can't believe it. Uh, but Zolo says, you know, we, we should have just been ready for this. Um, and they need to settle once and for all if she's an enemy or a friend. Bum, bum, bum. So, yeah. So the Straw Hats determine Robin's probably going to strike again tonight. And like not being dumb, they wonder if the mysterious stranger with Robin has some like hold over her, you know, because they're. They're not just go, going to go into like, why have you betrayed us? It's like there, there's some shit going on. Yeah. So uh, Luffy vows to catch Robin and figure this out. We actually get this nice scene of um, Usopp trying to buy building materials. And we get this nice little scene of like, even though he's alone and like, it's hard to carry everything by himself while he's injured. He still like drag goes through this, all this effort to drag it back to Mary and start fixing her up. And he's like, yeah, you will be, you know, he's like. This Aqua Laguna thing will be fine. After all, you're a ship that's flown in the sky. Like we we really see like Usopp's Usopp loves this ship because this ship is like his last connection to home. Yeah, it's a member of the crew. It's a friend. It's Miss Kaya's it ship. Sky. It's it's Miss Kaya's ship. It's oh, it's oh, my heart breaks for Usopp. Yeah. So uh, we see Galley Law ready to defend the mansion. Um, and we have a uh, Califlo finally asking like. Hey, uh, so why do you have a picture of a little girl in your room? Like Robin's wanted poster, because it's her when she's like six. And he's like, oh, he responds, that's a picture of a demon. Kind of wonder if uh, if Aokiji's thing about every group Robin's a part of gets destroyed, if this Tom's group is one of them. But anyway, the Straw Hats are posted on a roof doing recon. And uh, we we end with a shot of a heel coming down on another rooftop. So we're we're ready for whatever this uh, mansion break in uh, little thing is going to be. But that's where the reading ends. Woo! Ah, so good. Oh yeah, I know it was kind of a long, dense reading, uh, but it was it was a lot of cool sequences, uh, a lot of plot, 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 but in a good way. <laughs> a lot of plot, plot, plot. Like this is it's a more serious arc than we've had in One Piece before. And I'm I'm really here for it. Like as serious as Alabasta was, um, Alabasta was an entire saga of buildup of this Baroque Works thing. 
So when we get to Alabasta, it's kind of like we're starting in the middle, but getting to see a very serious story build up over um, these chapters, I think is a nice, uh, a nice change for the series. It is. I think Oda executes on uh, this arc very well. I mean, uh, you're currently being like, oh, yeah, fuck Water 7. Very good. Very hype. Yeah. Uh, and I, it only it only gets better. It's I'm, I think I'm just really excited because it's the first arc where I really don't know what's going on <laughs> because I feel like through Skypea, I any arc, I had an idea of what was going on. Like Alabasta, I know that's that's Crocodile. I mean, once I knew he wasn't on Long Park, I knew it was Crocodile. But like, I had an idea of what croc- of what it was, and like, yeah, you don't know nothing about Water Seven or the following arc. Yeah, like Skype, I had an idea. Arlong Park, I knew that was like the Nami thing. Yeah, the Nami thing. Yeah, and like, and obviously from having done One Piece stuff before, I knew like everything through Barani. But this is like, I'm really in unknown territory now. The only, the thing that's really interesting is like how does Frankie become a crew member? Because I know Frankie becomes a crew member. Yeah, <laughs> it's like how? Well, they're they're number one the hero, of course. So like, yeah. they're clearly a good guy. They're not evil, despite how like their introduction kind of started with having the Frankie family doing what what we thought was banditry, but really they're just bounty hunters. They're stealing from pirates. You know, like it makes sense. Uh, that's yeah, what you do. I mean, they're dicks. Yeah, but... <laughs> they're they're punk asses, but you know. They're also rockers. <laughs> they're also punk. Yeah, they're they're a punk band that just isn't very good. They're cyberpunk. <laughs> they're cyberpunk. Heck yeah. But what do you think of Frankie so far now that we've gotten a, a bit more of Frankie? Their their introduction. Did not care for last episode's Frankie, this mysterious tall figure. I am all here for Pompadour Frankie. <laughs> Pompadour Frankie is cool. We love Pompadour Frankie. We love our Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Pompadour Frankie has personality. And like, even if even if he remained a villain, um, even if he, he were like a, a Bellamy or something. Yeah, I'd still like the character. I'm just now super confused as to like if like Robin becoming a crew member felt like okay like we could we could accept like there was probably just alabaster in general had a lot of it felt like a lot of stuff got reworked as it was being worked on and we eventually ended up with with robin on the crew but frankie this idea that we're going to eventually get frankie on the crew it's that isn't a prediction i would normally make um especially because at this point the straw hats feel very solidified like it it was like Skype was the first sorry where we didn't pick up a new crew member. So it, it kind of felt like we're, we're done with the assembling the crew phase of One Piece. <laughs> and then immediately new crew. <laughs> right. But 100 chapters later, right? Like it's been over 100 chapters since the last straw hat was added. That's true. That's true. I, I keep thinking of Skype as like the like the arc like Robin's really a part of right as a member. Yeah. So it, it more so feels like after Skypea, like that's when we don't have a new crew in my in my brain. But yeah, we got Robin literally into Alabasta. Yeah. So I guess it counts. It counts as Alabasta, but still very long time till we do get a new crew. And it's still going to be a long time till we, we get Frankie. I say a long time, you know, a couple dozen chapters, but that's a few episodes for us. Oh, it's, it, 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 it gets solidified in this arc. Uh. It gets brought up in this arc and it gets solidified next arc. Like by the time we leave the the saga we are in, Frankie's part of the crew. Okay. But the this uh, this arc and next arc are literally connected very intensely. So it's hard to separate the two because they are two different arcs, but it's really all Water 7. Yeah, like the, the Ein's Lobby name drop I thought was very interesting because I've, I've usually heard of Water 7 as being connected to Ein's Lobby. Yep, that's the next um, arc. Arcs. So. Yeah. So it's like, oh, there, there's a train. There's a literal train to Ein's lobby. Uh, so I was like, oh, are we getting on the train? Stay tuned. But yes, we get a train ride because, of course, we get a train ride. Well, of course, we get a train ride. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't just introduce sea trains and don't go on the sea train. What are pirates but bandits of the sea? Oh, we, we have to have a train robbery. We have to have a train robbery. <laughs> there better be a train robbery. I'll be so upset if there's one. <laughs> Well, Matt, are you are you excited enough to get to get to that potential train robbery? I will also say uh, Frankie reminds me a lot of uh, 
Yon Magast, the uh, the Blue Ranger from like the recent Sentai King Oger, down to even being a cyberpunk guy powered by cola. <laughs> I'm I wonder if it if it might be a direct reference oh, if they drew yeah. inspiration from Frankie or not because Frankie's colors uh, are has, blue, yeah. like their hair is He's blue. blue. Yeah, that's like blue. Uh, I was going to say common writer, but that's not common writer. No, it's Sentai. Is it? I don't remember being blue when I watched it. Uh, Frankie's hair is blue. Yes. Uh, their shirt is red. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, in the yeah, in the in the big splash screen at the top of the the media. Yeah. Very, very obvious that it's that's blue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Blue. For some reason, I feel like it, I keep wanting to put a blonde tinge on it, but I think that's just in the uncolored manga. It comes across blonde. On the other color manga, it feels like it should be blonde because it feels like the most American, like Johnny Bravo esque vibe. Yeah, they're very like expressive, very like hoo ha hoo, because they're constantly doing like dance poses. It's so good. Well, I'd, I'd also expect it to be like more shaded in if it were if it were like colored. Yeah, but it's but very it's, bright you know, it's, blue. It's like a light blue. Yeah, it's a very light blue. Which, I mean, Vivi was kind of the same way. Yeah. Like, if finding out Vivi is supposed to be, like, officially blue-haired. Which also, what's with all these people with blue hair? Blue hair's cool. They're around the ocean. What do you mean? I guess. Just evolution. Blend in with your nature, you know? Surroundings. Don't question it. I mean, he's a cyborg. <laughs> he get he gets it. He gets to choose his hair color because he's a cyborg. Yeah. But, like, it's just weird that it's happened twice. Yeah, just wait for the hair upgrade. That's not a joke. Either. How do you upgrade from this? <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> I don't know how you upgrade from it's this. So good. Oh man, because you questioned last episode. You questioned like Frankie's uh, physique. Yeah, because like you're like this can't be Frankie. So because you've seen post time skip Frankie. Uh, like I know you've seen that spoiler. Well, well, yeah. Well, like the splash screen at the top of the manga is um what I think of as the core straw hats, which is. Our current crew plus Frankie and Brooke. Yeah, yeah. Our current it's po- it's all post time skip crew. And that that to me is like that's what the the crew kind of is. Yeah, um, that, that's the imagery you've seen for like the last like decade. <laughs> and like I've heard like there's there's like is Jinbei a straw hat? Is Carrot a straw? Is hat? Jinbei? Yeah, like is Jinbei a straw hat? I mean, we we know now, uh, and it's stay tuned. I mean, the answer is obvious. Um, but I won't say it. I'll never say it, Matt. You can't. Yeah, make- I mean, I've. Yeah, we can't. I can, we can't say it. Well, I, I know. I know for like the super current of the manga, you said you're trying to stay spoiler free on some like the super current. Yes. Uh, the the current arc, the egghead arc, I am I am avoiding till we finish uh, Impel Down. OK, because there is no way because I already know some of the spoilers. I know what it, it touches on and there's no way that I will not I, I couldn't hold myself back while recording this upcoming arc with the stuff that's being revealed and what we will get. So I will not do it. So for the listeners, Xander doesn't know anything about whatever egghead arc is. Yeah, I'm currently blind, except for uh, the spoilers that I unfortunately do get. But that's fine. I'm here for the experience on so much. The the spoilers. I have no context for them. So, yeah, it. So it's just like it's it's interesting for that. He's like such a core group. Yeah, like you said, uh, his physique changes. So maybe I guess that's what he spent all his money on is upgrades. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's very good. I can't wait for us to get post time skip because uh, post time skip Frankie upgrades are very good. They're very good. Okay. Like, oh, man, because you think this cola stuff is good. Just wait. Energy drinks. Energy drinks. Uh, just wait till he has some tea. <laughs> I love Frankie. Um, but are you ready for your next chapter assignment, Matt? I am ready for the next chapter assignment. Lay it on me. All right. Your next chapter assignment is also a little bit dense. I mean, this whole arc is a bit dense, but I I think it breaks up into a few good bits. Um, But your chapters are going to be 342 to 351. 342 to 351. All right. So another 10 chapters. We're keeping it pretty, pretty steady. But thankfully, the story beats are working in that favor. Yeah, it's it. It felt like a, a natural conclusion, like. I feel like the these last couple chapters, like we had good parts to end on. It was nice to I'll take more chapters than than fewer. Yeah. Because <laughs> especially anytime we get delayed, it's like, okay, well, you know, got that got that itch going. Got that itch. I I am probably gonna have this read well within the week. <laughs> as soon as we finish re- recording, as soon as we end the episode, you're gonna be like five minutes later, all right, I'm done. Let's go. <laughs> new new episode, let's record. <laughs> I mean, no lie, after last episode immediate recording. 
I went out for my usual post episode ramen and uh, they were playing some um, they're actually playing once again, they were playing one piece there, but I sat with my back to it. I watched Death Note instead, um, but on my phone, I was scrolling through the chapters. I read I read it that night. Oh, but I'm I, I can't wait to record the next episode. I can't wait to get to like I can't wait to get to the end of this whole saga because like I I can't wait for the moment like anybody who's read one piece who who's at least like at time skip if at least past impel down they know the moment I'm talking about they know the one I have to be mentioning it's the moment and I can't wait for it well at last time when we talked about the moment it was about um it was about uh it was Nami's moment so in Arlong Park so it's still got to be that moment, right? It still has to be that moment. You're absolutely right. Uh, we're, we're just getting a flashback to that moment in the future. Yeah, it's just going to be a flashback to that. It's definitely not going to be something similar with Robin, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yep. Nope. It, it. Who knows? Stay tuned. It might be. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but it's very good. I can't wait for it. Uh, I, I can only assume you know the moment, Matt. Like, there's no way. You... I actually don't know that. Oh, I don't. That's my whole thing. Oh, my heart. I don't know thank shit you. about this art. That's so, that's so good. I mean, clearly, clearly you don't know. Because, like, man, yeah, just, just how you're art. just talking about some of the characters. I'm like, oh, man. You don't even know. You don't know nothing about Iceberg. You don't know nothing about Tom. You know nothing about the Galley Law. You know nothing. I don't know about Tom. I don't know about his hardware store, <laughs> except that it was good enough to open a shipbuilding company. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to fight against a bunch of CP9 agents at some point. Yeah, that's getting hinted at. So we have to. Yeah, right? that'll be like our main fights. Um, I just, I'm really glad we've gotten most of the galley law stuff out of the way because i i really was not looking forward to having to do like a beat down of them it was <laughs> they they're better than it but they kind of feel like the shandians of this arc stay tuned <laughs> they feel like the shandians of this arc a bit so uh, anybody who's anybody who knows is i hope laughing with me because <laughs> you don't know Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, you don't know. It's so good. Oh man, I can't. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. Well, let's set sail. 